So I have to put this disclaimer out of love for your children or anyone who has sensitive ears. We are vulgar on this podcast. So if you are listening to this, I would recommend listening to this with headphones or without children around. Okay, let's proceed. Welcome, divine ancient beings, to the Six Figure Ascension podcast. You are here if you feel ready for your destined 100K income. My name is Queen La. I'm a spiritual coach, an energy healer, psychic, and medium, and I am here to activate your divine purpose and make your 100K income a motherfucking reality. You are in the right place if you are talented gifted and skilled as fuck and you know you are deserving and worthy of having a 100k income either in your business or career i'm gonna help you unlock your power see how worthy as fuck you are of having that income and help you step into your divine mission and purpose i cannot wait to help a hundred of you beautiful beings make a hundred k because that my love is my mission So let's get started. We're about to fucking rock it. Here we go. Hello, divine ancient beings. Welcome back to another episode on the Six Figure Ascension podcast, where I'm here to help you activate your divine purpose and more fucking importantly, help you make 100K. Today is a really fun episode because I get to really speak about what it really takes to have 100K plus income in your business or career. So I decided to split this up into the career side and into the business side because I think that each one has very unique things going on and I wanna talk specific examples to give you guys a little bit of stuff to percolate with, right? I wanna really go high level with this so that you can really start to fucking think about where you're at when it comes to achieving a 100K income. and. I have worked with both career folks and business folks helping them make 100K, and I've seen the same patterns, but the experience is different. So I decided to split this motherfucker up, and today I'm gonna specifically talk to my corporate queens and divine beings who are in the nine to five corporate-like space and how you can achieve 100K. Now, there's a lot of talk in the corporate world about what it takes to have a six-figure income, right? And here's what the talk sounds like. You gotta sell your soul, you gotta give up what you love doing, you gotta lead these fucking adults that you don't wanna lead. Hear all these stories, especially the adult one, right? I gotta lead these annoying adults that are just, you know, always catty and da-da-da-da, right? All of these stories. And this is actually what blocks most people from having a six-figure, multiple six-figure income in the corporate world, right? Now, let's just make this a preface. You don't have to actually manage people to have a six-figure income. However, a lot of times managing others tends to be a common trait of people who make anywhere from $100,000 to $200,000 in their corporate career. So I am gonna speak to that 
in a, a little bit because I do know that most of you guys are in unique career paths that are not tech right? You're not in the tech world. And so you're wondering, how do I take my non-tech skills and still make 100K a reality? And the truth is you have skills that are worth that much income and, and worth that much in a career that does nothing with the tech industry or the medical industry. And so therefore it's about challenging your fucking thinking and your attitude about your career field so that you see that 100K is not that scary not that annoying and not that difficult, right? So let's really talk about these. Um, We're gonna break these down into four key things. Now here's the fun fucking thing. These four key things are actually universal across business or career. So I'm gonna talk about these same things, but in different ways for both groups. So if you listen to this and you decide to listen to the business side, it's the same thing, it just looks and applies a little bit differently and feels a little bit different. Okay, the first secret to 100K income is actually the most important one, and it's one that we dismiss the most, right? And we think it's not a big deal because we have seen people make 100K and be miserable and make six figures in their career and be miserable, but let me tell you, it then makes that kind of income very unsustainable, right? You stay in it for, you know, one, two, or five years if you get there and you are miserable. The universe comes in and makes you sick, makes you depressed. It's just not sustainable. When I talk about having a six-figure income in your career, your corporate world, it's about doing it in a way that you love, that's sustainable for you, for the people you work with, that it's something that you see as a long-term thing. And again, I have helped people get into this frequency on a long-term range, right? They're not trying to quit their job six months later or two years later. They're in it and they love the work that they do. So this is really about literally sustainability. And that's why this is actually number one on the list. And you're not gonna hear this everywhere else, but I am going to be advocating hard for this one. Okay, I gave you a bunch of disclaimers. The first one is being in a mission and a purpose that you love. So this is so important, right? How many people do we know who are making six figures with a job that they hate? And they're always trying to find an escape route, always going on vacations, always trying to find a way to quit or go to another job. That's not sustainable. That makes six six figures very unsustainable. But for most people, it's why they don't get in it in the first place right? It's why they don't have a corporate career that earns that much in the first place. So let me break this down because for the corporate world, it actually shows up in two frequencies, okay? So it's going to be mission and purpose. Let's break this down. So you want to be in a mission that you love. What does that mean? It means that the impact that you're creating is exactly the impact you want to see. So it's working for the companies you want to work with. It's working with the organizations you want to work with. It's the when I really look at people who are in that six-figure range and who have helped do this, they're the mission, the actual mission is something that is is like number one. They're like, I don't care what I have to go through, this mission matters to me. 
So it could be that you are a principal of a school, but your mission is to help Latino children have a better education in your community. Or you can work for a director of sales for a medical company, but the mission of helping more people get access to that medical um, equipment to breathe better really matters to you, right? Medical you know, resources and equipment, that mission matters. A lot of people get disconnected from their, their, that six figure. They find, they try to escape. They try to, they're not happy because they're not in the right mission. When you are out there scouting for new jobs, looking at new positions, the first thing you need to fucking ask yourself is does the mission fucking matter to me? What mission do I give a shit about? Like an absolute shit about. Like I would wake up every day and say, you know what? This mission matters. And don't, don't say this because you have to listen. I don't care if you're working in education and you secretly don't care about the kids, right? That means it's not your mission. And I can say that as someone who worked in education for 10 years, that mission didn't matter to me after a while. And I had to be honest with myself and say that if I wanted to make six figures in the nine to five world, it wouldn't be in education. It wouldn't, right? And so some of y'all have to take a hard look at the companies you're with, the organizations you're with, and you have to really look at what are we serving And am am I in my mission? Ignore the actual individual company you're working with or looking at or any of that. But like, am I in the right mission? Let me say this. I'm gonna let you pause on that for a second. Am I in the right mission? Let me also say this. If you feel confident about helping, confidence and loving your mission are two separate motherfucking frequencies, okay? They are not the same thing, okay? Some of y'all are confident as fuck about what you do, but you don't love the mission. Separate the two. This is a big fucking deal. A lot of y'all are wondering why 100K is not coming your way and why when you apply for those positions, you get dismissed. You don't care about the mission. Let me tell y'all, when you walk into those interviews, those higher level positions, those people have to give a shit about the mission. Because when you start to make executive decisions, you're making decisions about how to help this mission grow how to help this mission get to the next level. So some of y'all are in finance, right? Trying to figure out how do you get into, you know, that VP position, into that executive position. Guess fucking what? Do you give a shit about what financial, the, the financial mission? Maybe the financial mission is helping more businesses get loans. Does that matter to you? Do you see that impact as meaningful, right? This is about learning to make your paycheck enjoyable, Let me say that again. This is about learning to make your paycheck enjoyable. When your paycheck is enjoyable, guess what happens? It's easy to go to work. It's fun to go to work. It's fun to make money. And you have so much fun enjoying your work life and your life life. It's a ripple effect. This is talking about abundance at a high fucking level, right? This is not no baby level abundance. This is not, okay, I make six figures. I get $8,000 in my bank account every single month. And now we Gucci to, or $6,000 after taxes. And now I'm Gucci to go buy shoes. And that's my happiness. No, this is about activating pure joy and abundance. And this is why this is so important. I have watched people go and try to go for that six figures. They fucking hate what they're doing. They hate the mission. 
and they suck it up and they're always finding an escape route and they're unhappy. This is not the party for unhappiness. We're not advocating for you to just go for six figures just because it's a nice pretty label that you are a 100K earner. No, that is not what we're doing here. I am here to help you activate your divine purpose. And I'm very passionate about this because I watch people go into their purpose and it's like their whole life just skyrockets. Their whole world just up levels on every single level. The abundance that they've been wanting on every frequency, the vacation, spending more time with family, being able to buy what they want it just is a natural alignment of a a good life and a good and a good involvement in their purpose so I take this one seriously and ain't nobody else gonna tell you this but this is why God has also blocked you from certain careers and positions because in order for you to activate to the next level you need to be in your fucking mission what place are you meant to impact where are you meant to impact is it that you work in finance, in, in, um, the, the, in fashion, and your impact is helping people wear more beautiful clothes? I don't care what it is, right? And you're the marketer. You're the marketing director, the marketing executive, right? But are you passionate about that mission? Like, do you give a shit about it? Does it light you up? Like, it makes a huge difference. So that was the actual mission, right? Like, the actual impact, where you're creating impact, The second part of this equation is about your purpose. Some of y'all are in the right mission, but you're not using your unique gifts, right? This is another way for you to like keep missing six figures, why God will keep blocking you, the universe will keep blocking you from six figures. And that is because you're not using your gifts. I've seen this happen probably the most, right? People who are in the right purpose, in the right mission, but when it comes to using their purposeful gifts, that's why they're not getting it, right? So an example could be, I'll use education because I have been in this world for so long. An example could be that, you know, you're going for six figures as an educator trying to get out of the teacher role. This is very common. You're trying to be out of the classroom and you're like, well, my obvious next step is to become an assistant principal and some assistant principals in some states make six figures. Like in New York, you make about 120K, 100K, 105 as an assistant principal, right? But like, if you don't like managing teachers, <laughs> At, at, at managing teachers who manage your amazing kids, guess what? And you're using those kind of, you know, your man, like your management, management, guess what happens? You hate the job. You don't want, you don't even want to go in the interview confident because you don't like that kind of work, right? Or you don't like that kind of management. This is very common. I hear this a lot. Um, where you're like, I don't want to manage these kinds of people. So it could even be like you managing certain kinds of people, Maybe not management itself as is an issue, but management, managing certain kinds of people. So in a lot of cases, this is where people, again, the interviews don't happen. They don't get they don't get the even inquiries for the next level position because their purpose, their actual unique gifts are not tailored to that. So in another example could be, you know, when it comes to this is instead of actually becoming assistant principal, and managing teachers on curriculum and managing teachers on how to teach, like you're like, I'm not tickled by that. Maybe you're meant to manage counselors or manage principals even, right? Like let's play with some of these frequencies. And so the position that you're in on teaching, managing people around how to 
teach better does not feel good, but maybe you're meant to manage people who, on, on how to create, um, how to organize their schools and organize their buildings and organize that, right? So when it comes, because your gifts, when it comes to logistics and being a operating officer are way more powerful than actually managing individual people. So this is things that I help you actually dive deep into in my one-on-one and my group spaces, because I want you to have clarity on your unique gifts in the mission. This is where people get stuck the most in the corporate world. They're like, I'm really good at this, but like what position in my world can I fit in? And it's just right now you thinking there's no position for me and what I do, right? But that's all just a story. The truth is, is that there is a number of positions, a number of career paths where your unique gifts are very, very valuable. And sometimes that means leaving your current company, which many of my clients have actually done to be in their purpose. It could mean stepping into a new department or new 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 position location in your biz in your career. It could mean some changes, and you have to be very comfortable with that at the expense of knowing you're going to be in your purpose and using your gifts at the highest level, right? Some of us are just very gifted at certain things and we have to honor that. So maybe right now you are working for a company working as a sales associate, right? Like you're the sales associate, but you're like, I'm really good at events and creating events and event planning. And it means leaving your current department potentially in the same company to go work in the being the executive of your event planning and fundraising. It's about being open to making those flexible changes to being in your purpose and mission. And so the first place you always want to start off with that I am really a big advocate of is mission, 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 mission. Who are you here to impact? Where do you want your work to just like to see like knowing that the work you're doing at your high level is creating this massive impact, huge, really, really, really huge, really important. And then where do you wanna use those individual skills and gifts, right? What kind of gifts and skills do you have and where do you really land in that world, right? And so I say all this because this key, this allows for six figures to actually feel easy. Some of y'all are trying to fit a square peg in a round hole. Y'all have heard that before, right? And that square peg needs to go in another set of square pegs. But a lot of y'all get caught in this world of like, there's no place for me to use the gifts that I love, so I'm gonna have to sacrifice, stop that bullshit. I'm gonna have to sacrifice myself in order to get what I want. Stop that bullshit. You do not have to sacrifice any motherfucking thing. It's about being open and motherfucking flexible, okay? And this is where I see a lot of people get caught up is that they're not willing to be flexible because they're trying to be secure and safe. If you're unhappy, that is actually the most unsafe thing to be because unhappiness is why people get fired. They get laid off. I'm gonna say this again because y'all ain't hear me the first time, okay? Unhappiness is where people get fired, get laid off, get dismissed because they're not contributing because they don't want to be there. So I take this shit really seriously because I know the impact of when you do what you love, you will never have to worry about another paycheck. That shit keeps coming in because you love what you do, 
and it's fun and it feels good and it's pleasurable. Listen, I know all, all careers have a, have a rough season, a rough patch, but you still feel committed and connected and aligned to the mission and the work that you're doing. So this is not about it being like, oh, happy-go-lucky. This is about honoring that like at your fo- your foundations are rock fucking solid, okay? Rock fucking solid. Okay, so that is purpose. That's the first one. Big fucking deal. Do not skip this step. If you want support specifically on this, go to my website, check out some of my resources. I have tons of things to help you get clear on your purpose, get clear on your mission, get clear on the impact you're here to do so that you can find your aligned path to 100K. Okay, the second thing, this is actually also really, really, really important. Like these go hand in hand, right? Like this is actually really important is belief that you can create, that you are meant to have that kind of income. The number one reason why most people don't have 100K in the corporate world is they don't believe that they can make 100K ever, right? There is an actual, like you ask yourself, do you believe that you can have $130,000 in your corporate career? And the answer when you sit down and you relax would be no, or I'm not sure, right? That is a block. It's the actual block that doesn't even allow you to see what's possible when it comes to your purpose, your mission, and opportunities. Somewhere in your energy, you have shut down the idea of you having that kind of income. Now, for me personally, when it came to 100K, just even in general, I had learned that I'm the black girl, I'm the girl from the Bronx, we don't make that kind of money, right? I had these stories kind of running rampant through my mind. And I had to let those go in order to find safety with realizing, wait, those are lies. Those stories are not true. <laughs> Listen, I can make a fucking 100K plus. And why am I believing this? Let's let it go, right? And that's something I, this is actually the very, one of the first things I do with my clients is we clear their frequency around 100K. Because if they have resistance to 100K, anything we do will not stick because they don't have belief that they can have that kind of income or career, career path, right? They don't believe that. So it's first about having belief that you can have a 100K income. It is having absolute belief that you can make 100, 150, $175,000 in your career, right? With your gifts in the mission that you love, right? It's even just about the money, right? Like this is actually, we start foundationally at the money itself. Some of y'all's biggest blocks is that you don't believe you can make 100K, right? We gotta start right there, right there, right? Because if you don't believe you can have that money, that it's not safe for it to be in your bank account, right? This is the frequencies that I help you clean up. Then what happens is no matter what position comes along, no matter what interview shows up, no matter what friend tries to recommend you for an opportunity or coworker, you're going to repel it because the actual income feels unsafe and anything associated feels unsafe. Here's some of y'all stories. Here's some of y'all stories. I don't want to be responsible for other people. I don't want to manage those kind of people. I don't want to, I don't want to be in charge of these kind of things. I, you know, there's a lot with 100K and making that kind of money around leadership, around owning, embodying, because the truth is when you do rise into those kind of positions, you are leading. 
you are making executive decisions that don't just affect the frontline people that you're used to working with. They affect the organization, right? And you got to be very comfortable with the criticism and the judgment that comes with that kind of income. And so I hear a lot of, I don't want to be responsible. And again, it's all motherfucking stories. It's you feeling insecure and you're pushing it back by saying, I don't want to, right? Like, look at the insecurity at its face value, okay? We use attitude when we insecure. Besides my attitude right now, (laughs) right? We use attitude when we're insecure. And so when it comes to this income, you have to find your confidence in your leadership. And you have to find safety and confidence with having that kind of money and being that kind of leader and being that kind of executive and trusting your decisions. Any of these frequencies that start showing up, you are using them right now to repel that kind of income. So if you happen to be on the track trying to apply for those types of jobs and positions and you find yourself constantly getting rejected and denied and dismissed and your interview, you're not even getting the interviews or not even being considered, it's because there may be a frequency around you making that kind of money. So we look at this. I literally help you clear this in the first three weeks of working with me because I know when you have this kind of block around the money, nothing you do will create that position. Nothing you will do will get you promoted. Nothing will do you do will actually move you forward to the next level because that money is very unsafe to you. And for those who happen to sniggle their way to that, it ends up being short term. They end up sabotaging it and they end up getting fired or de-promote, demoted or moved to another department, you know, rather quickly. And so we're not in that kind of party. That's not that's not what I'm here to do. I'm all about putting people in position to God's purpose for them, to the universe's purpose for them. So I'm not here to help you just get a, a quick $110,000 job. I'm here to put you in purpose, right? Activate your divine purpose. That's what we're here for, okay? So this is some serious shit. I'm telling you, sustainability, I've had some of my, some of my clients who've gone to that level and now they're able to rise, right? Like fast, right? Because, and go to the next level, right? And think about being a president of something or whatever because they're in their purpose. It fucking matters, y'all. It really, really fucking matters. Yeah, so, but you have to have belief that you can make that kind of income. You have to believe it's for you. You have to believe it's for you. If you don't believe that, you're gonna repel it and we're gonna clean that up in my groups and in my one-on-one spaces, okay? So that was number two. So y'all be thinking, oh my God, 100K, six figures is you selling your soul. No, 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 no. It's these four energetic beliefs. It's these four anchored foundations that why some people leap into 100K plus and why others do not, right? And I've seen people try. I've seen people who've made it. I've seen people who are, you know, I've seen the gamut. I've seen people who repel it. I've seen all of it, okay? And a lot of it boils down to one of these four, right? One of these four always guaranteed i can i can sit with you and be like which one of these four is holding you back oh it's these three out of four we got to clean these up okay and this is what i help you to do because i know these four when they're on point like 100k comes rolling through that position just shows up on your lap you just all of a sudden get you know requested to be promoted to a new position you get asked to be a part of another you know you get scouted even because these four are on lock it makes a difference it actually makes the you know getting a new job and and rising really easy 
right? Really easy. And I've had people who have done this work and they've gotten a new job at six figures in six months, right? So this don't gotta be a long party, right? Like this actually will cut your time down when you have these four foundations down. Okay, the next one is belief that your people can change. Okay, what does this mean for the corporate world? This is actually also a double hit. Okay, because a lot of y'all are not going to be working in the front lines. You're going to be working in leadership related positions. Right. And so I'm going to talk about it from two frequencies again, because it's very similar to the purpose and and, uh, mission. So the first thing that's really important is that you believe that the people that you're serving, that your organization is serving can change. So here's an example. Right. Like this gives you that like, oh, my God, we got to go help them because I know they can change. So, for example, if you're going to become a director of a of a girl's um, group home, you have to believe that those girls can change and become better society women, that the work that you're about to do is going to help them move forward. Right. Another example could be you have to believe that you are. Um, if you're in fashion, you have to believe that your people want sustainable clothing. And so you making sustainable clothes and promoting it like you got to believe that people are out there and they want this. Right. You got to believe that those people are looking for your work. That they can change into wearing sustainable clothing and being a part of the, you know, the the sustainable consciousness, fashionable world. If you're working in as a banker. Right. You got to believe that your people who come into your company can have, if, you, if you're going to get promoted, um, can have a healthy bank, you know, especially in banking, you know, can have a healthy loan situation and can get mortgages. You got to believe that your people, the impact you're creating, the people at the bottom that you're serving, they're not at the bottom, but at the, the level of service, that those people can change. Right. In education, you got to believe that the fucking kids can change. Now you're like, but I've seen people get jobs and they don't believe in the kids. Right. Or I've seen people I'm hearing all the frequencies. I've seen people get jobs and they don't even believe in the position or whatever. Listen, and how long do they stay in that position? How long do they stay in that organization? How much do they fucking jump around from job to job? That's not sustainable. Right. Like we're not talking about those kind of people. I'm talking about people who leave a legacy at their organizations and at their companies. Right. And when you know, when you know, Deborah, who's like, I believe so much in our people and she's sitting there giving a speech out to her staff. Guess what? That impact literally ripples on y'all. And she believes that you guys can change. And she becomes this leader that everyone loves and that everyone trusts and then everyone listens to, right? Again, we're going for sustainable six figures here. We ain't going for the person who happens to stumble in and can't keep the job worth a lick. Not what we're doing. I'm putting y'all in position to your purpose. Remember that. So we are in the position of thinking, who am I impacting? Am I impacting students? Am I impacting people's financial wellness? Am I impacting the fashion industry? Right. Am I impacting people with them in the medical field? Right. It's believing that your people can change whoever you're directly impacting. Right. So if you're working in a hospital and you want to get promoted to being a nurse director, you got to believe that your people 
that you are serving, that, that everyone is kind of supporting, right? The patients can change. And I know this seems really obvious, but it's, it's important because a lot of people go into those positions they don't believe, and then their work is sloppy, it's very neg, it's not supportive, and then people get laid off six months, a year, even two, three years later, right? Then it's not sustainable. And when this belief is in that, in your frequency, in your heart, there's no doubt in your mind that you're gonna create the legacy that you desire at your organizations and at your company. Okay, the second part to this is believing that the people that you are probably leading and managing can change. This one is where some of y'all go left and you catch the attitude and you're like, but I don't like these nasty people or, oh my God, like they really are hard to work with, right? What are your stories about the people you'll probably be leading and managing? They're gonna be really hard to work with. They stress me out. They're a lot to deal with. Um, These are stories. Why am I saying they're stories? Because when people react in the organization a certain way, it's because they're having a hard time. And if you literally say to them, to yourself, oh my God, they're annoying to work with, guess what? You're not doing your job because it's normal (laughs) for them to have a hard time sometimes with the job. That's why you're managing them. So this is why this frequency is so important because a lot of y'all are meant to manage as a big part of your mission. Most people who are in leadership positions will be managing other people. And if you don't believe you can manage that your people are unmanageable, well, one, you either, again, will not get the position, you won't even get the interview, and you, or if you do, you will lose the job really quickly. I've seen this happen. Right. And all they had to do was clean up their bullshit and their negative thinking about their direct reports, about their staff and see that, of course, Mary today for the last six months had an attitude about her job. But you coach her and you manage her and you support her and you believe that she can actually handle this and that you can help her through it. Right. And so a lot of y'all, when it comes to this position, this is one of the biggest blocks right? Believing that your direct reports can change, that they can actually be better, that they deserve to be better, that they are going to be better, that it's worth it for them to be better, right? Like get in this frequency, look at yourself and be like, where do I not believe that the people that I may be managing or leading can't change? Whatever attitude you got going on or resistance or even fear that you can't leave them, they won't listen to you. This needs to be cleaned up, right? So I say this because this will actually be one of the other biggest drivers to actually making that position a reality, getting that promotion, is that when you can just see yourself leading them and leading them on projects and initiatives and helping them move forward and taking, you know, and and making KPIs move, right? really helping the company move through your people, whoo, you become a powerhouse. And that's how I see you. I see you as a motherfucking powerhouse. So some of y'all, I'm hearing this, I gotta say it, some of y'all are in the medical field and you want to be promoted into some nursing leadership positions, but you got an attitude about nurses right now. You gotta clean that up, right? You're like, oh my God, nurses don't wanna work, they're burnt out, they're tired, they, they don't show up, they're constantly canceling their, right? Find yourself in this if you're not a nurse. 
decide I want to upgrade my thinking because right now something ain't working and I want more money and I want more impact. Find yourself in this story. And so when we live in these stories, we don't then even go for the position, right? But we want the income. We want to do something better. We feel called to using our skills at a higher level. God is calling you, but you don't want to do the work to change your thinking about your people. Now is the time to do that. Now is the time to see that your people can change and that what's going on with them is normal, right? When you think about things as normal, then you let, allow yourself the opportunity to make shifts and changes in evolution. Of course it's normal that nurses right now don't want to fucking work. Of course right now people in education don't want to come to school, you know, and teach. Of course right now people don't want to be in the bank in banks, right? They think it's a waste of time for them to be there, right? Your job is to see the perspective of your of your people and recognize, okay, it's normal for them to think that. Shit, I would think that too in their position. And find a way to manage and coach them through that because that's your job, right? That's your, that's your opportunity there to shine with your gifts. Because this is the key. Some of y'all are very gifted at really influencing people to evolve. And this is where you use that gift of, of motivation and of, of, of promotion and of, you know, supporting and really leading, right? Some of y'all are great leaders, but it's hidden underneath all the drama. Gotta let go of the drama so you can step into leadership, right? All right, so belief your people can change. This one, that was really big, okay? It's one that we also dismiss a lot, but it's like literally the number one thing I hear constantly. I don't wanna lead these people. I don't wanna lead this kind of project. You know, I don't believe that people can, in essence, I don't believe people can change. Right, so we gotta change your thinking so that you are able to lead that position with, with class, ease, and alignment. All right, the last one is similar to what I talked about earlier, but I'm gonna actually give it its own energy because it's very important. Belief that your pe- you can help your people, okay? So some of y'all are getting into these positions. Y'all are getting the interviews but you don't have belief that you can lead them. You don't believe that you can actually help them. You're like, dang, I see, like, oh my God, like, you know, teachers are having a really hard time right now, but they're not gonna listen to me. Man, like, I really want to, you know, lead this organization, but like, do I, can, am I organized enough? I'm hearing the stories. Am I organized enough to really manage an executive director position? Like, am I organized enough? Do I have what it takes to actually keep money rolling in to this company? Do I have what it takes to actually go out there and make more contacts and new contacts? Hear your story. Hear the resistance. Hear those negative thoughts. Those are all resistance. That's all fear created by your brain to block you from your opportunity and your purpose. It's not true. But we sit like as my mentor says, we say things like it's the news, like it's normal. It's not normal. It's not your highest self. It's not your highest truth, right? Your highest truth would be like, yeah, I have literally 15 years of experience doing X, Y, Z. I have related skills, right? I am a, I am a mom of three kids. Hell yeah, I can manage fucking 15, uh, 15 team staff. If I can manage three kids going to soccer, homework, doctor appointments, food, every single day, why can't I lead 15 team members? 
15 staff members on this initiative. So we question ourselves because we think that there's something maybe wrong with us and that we we didn't get that position in the past because there's something wrong with us. Or I hear this a lot, I'm not skilled enough. I don't have the qualifications that are necessary. I hear this bullshit a lot too. And then you see, hear yourself in this story, you see Johnny get the position and he has no experience, technically. Guess what Johnny knows what to do? You're gonna be like, but Johnny, the white man, gets it because he's cuckoo. No, stop, stop, stop. Bullshit. It's all bullshit. It is all your way of avoiding your power. Let me tell let me, I'm a side note to this. The reason why white men are winning is they have the thoughts to keep winning. Okay? They have the thoughts. Your thoughts versus their thoughts are very fucking different. And if you realize that thoughts are neutral across race, gender, sexuality, age, anyone can have the fucking thoughts that they want, you realize that you can have what Johnny wants by thinking new thoughts and having a new attitude. And Johnny, who gets those positions, who has technically no experience, Johnny thinks about, oh, I can figure this out. Johnny thinks about his three years working at another company and he thinks about all the skills he learned and how he can apply it to this new job. Hear yourself in this story. Right. So we tend to use outside people as an excuse and being like, oh, I don't have this qualification. I don't have a master's degree and it's required. And then you watch someone else get the position without any of the qualifications that you've used as a motherfucking excuse. And then you start to get angry because you realize and that anger is a good thing. You realize you've been bullshitting yourself all the time this whole time. Anger is usually our way of saying, I know I could have gotten this and it's your way of feeling angry at yourself, right? Anger is very self-inflicted. It's actually not really inflicted at other people. It's very self-inflicted. It's you saying, I'm fucking angry at myself that I didn't believe, okay? Now you see your story and your bullshit, right? And listen, you may not have heard these before or thought of these, but I am awakening your power right now through this podcast. I'm so glad you're listening to me on the drive to work today because you're going to walk in there starting to think about how you respond to everybody differently and how you act differently and how you choose your life differently, right? Just going to say that. So with that being said, notice where you have the I'm not good enough, I'm not qualified enough story. This is one that runs rampant for people of color. It runs rampant for minority communities, whether it's the LGBTQ or being a woman or being a Latina woman or an Asian woman, wherever you're at, we have this deep, incessant, I'm not good enough. And the bullshit story that also lives is we have to work twice as hard. That storyline needs to die. No one needs to work twice as hard, right? I have to, no, stop. I have to work twice as hard to get what they have. You keep playing that story and guess what happens? You work twice as hard to get it and you do twice as much stuff to get it, right? It's time for, this is one of the biggest things I do with my clients because, and I started this with myself. I got rid of the struggle emotions in my body and the struggle stories. I got rid of the ancestral stories of struggle. I really recoded all those bitches because I had stories of like, I need to struggle. My life was supposed to be hard. Money ain't supposed to be easy for us. I had all of those stories that were running through my energy field and I had to get rid of all them. 
And so this is also a place I spend time with y'all on so that you can see this is why everything feels hard for you, why money always feels hard, why you always work extra hours and your coworkers to prove yourself. And when you think that a boss is not taking you seriously, it's that you're feeling like don't take me seriously until I've done double the work, until I've actually gotten the degree, until I've gotten certified in these three different financial certifications. Your story on that is creating that energy that, you know, it's a mirror, right? People are only responding to what's going on in your world. And if you believe that with your whole fucking heart, guess what? People are going to respond to you with your whole fucking heart with that very frequency. So when you think that you don't have the skills to help them, that becomes your truth. That you don't have the skills to be in that position, that becomes your truth. When you don't think you're qualified, when you can't see yourself, when you can't see your skills and your talent right? No one else can see it. You have to see it first, queen. You have to see it first. And the thing that I do is I transfer my confidence and let you see through me what I see. So that then, and then what my clients do is they take that confidence, they find, we literally find a place in their body to put it in and that becomes their truth. So wherever they're not seeing themselves, I help them see, but you just did this at the job. You just literally put together three events in the course of two weeks at the job and you don't think you're qualified to be a director? Okay, great. You just managed 10 people on this big ass project that was your own initiative, out of fun, and you don't think you're qualified to be a manager? Okay, okay, okay. I'm just gonna gonna say these things, okay? So I do this in my one-on-one in my group spaces because in my mastermind, because I know that you're not seeing yourself clearly. And I'm gonna teach you how to start seeing yourself very clear, right? So that you can start to see, oh, I actually am qualified. I can help with this. And guess what happens? In the interviews, you show up, you do your thing. People are like, wow, I'm like, right? Because in an interview, we need to hear from you what you know is the truth of why you can handle this. And if you don't know that or you're not confident about it or it doesn't feel like you've done enough, it's gonna show in your interview. It's gonna show when you're trying to get promoted. So this is about cleaning up that frequency of seeing yourself clearly seeing how powerful you are, seeing that you're already doing it. In fact, after this, I want you to grab a journal and I want you to write down all the extra things that you've done in the last year, just in a year, for the core organization or company that you work with. See that. And usually the extra things that we do after work usually speak to our gifts. Usually do right? Because you're doing it extra. And even if it's hustly or hard, you still have some sort of joy to be sitting there till seven o'clock at night working. Crazy, right? So notice that story, right? Notice where that's coming from. And so you need to find, you need to see yourself very clearly and look at it and be like, why am I not giving myself credit for this? How can I give myself credit for this? I feel like this is a masterclass I should create. Let me know if I should do that. DM me and be like, oh my God, create that masterclass on seeing yourself clearly. I would do that and just have that up on my website to help you guys see yourself, see your value, see your talents, see your gifts. I'll probably put it in my mastermind, right? But like, see yourself right? And so I want you to look at this. I want you to see how I talked about 100K. I didn't say anything extra about you having three more certifications or that you need to be working X amount of years. I didn't say any of that shit because none of that is truth. And we have watched people get promoted and moved up and get into six-figure positions without none of that. But let me tell you something. 
I bet you money, they have all four of these. If you look at the person who just got 100K position at your job, who came rolling in from Timbuktu, who got that VP position, who got that director position, you're gonna see that these four are in alignment. And when they aren't, see how long they last <laughs> and see how quickly they drop out of it. But in order to even get the position, you gotta have at least three of them. Belief in your income, belief that people can change, and belief you can help them, right? But the four are the magic to 100K plus. And I promise you, so many of you guys can actually experience six figures. I promise you. But because these beliefs are things that everyone can embody. I told you, your thoughts are things that are universal. There's no, I'm black and I can only think these thoughts. And I'm Asian, I can only think these thoughts. And I'm a woman, so I can only think these kind of thoughts. No. These are all things that can be recoded in your mind and your body to find safety with having a six-figure income, right? I literally didn't talk about anything that most of all use an excuse. Years, position, other positions that you've worked in, all these things, those are stories. You're like, but, but those are stories. When you literally walk up to someone, up to a person who's hiring, and you show them how powerful and how confident and you got these four things on lock, do you think they give a shit about the qualifications? No. When your friend is referring you and they believe that you can do it and you have all of these four, do you think, and they're literally recommending you, do you think the director is asking, but do they have this thing? If they're looking for someone that is going to lead with conviction, that's going to stay, they're going to give a shit more about these four than any qualification list, right? Those are just easy ways to weed people out to make it feel good. But some of y'all are going to get your positions through word of mouth, through referral, through friends of friends. This is how most people get jobs now nowadays. And the last thing that they're asking about is all of this extra qualification. I'm seeing this in education a lot where people feel so called to get an EDD. To, to prove that they're ready. You don't need that. That's a great story that y'all are using and y'all spending $100,000 on it, but you don't need that, right? And so just notice the storylines. Notice the storylines. Notice who's living by those storylines and who's being held back. Notice who's not living by it, who believes in these four frequencies and who's rolling up the ladder, serving at the highest fucking level, using all of their gifts and skills, and who just is a boss, who you admire. In fact, look at some people in your company right now who are making six figures, who you admire, and see what do they have these frequencies. And see which ones even like delayed their purpose by waiting for other things to prove that they're ready. You don't need that shit, okay? This is your wake up motherfucking call, right? I love this episode. I hope you did too. So if you wanna work with me one-on-one in my groups or masterminds, all depending on what's available um, when you listen to this recording, since this is such a lifelong conversation that people will be listening to for years to come, if you feel called to work with me, always and getting help on activating to 100K, the one thing I can guarantee you is that you will be making six figures within two years of working with me. In fact, most people make 100K within a year of working with me, right? Within the year. So I'm gonna help you get to 100K because I know all the bullshit that's in your way to making a six figure income a reality. 
from the income stories, from your beliefs in yourself, from your leadership experience and beliefs about your leadership, all of that garbage <laughs> that is a lie about, and, and I wanna help you activate and really see how powerful and amazing and ready you are for that so you can walk your ass right into those positions and lead with purpose. So if you feel called to any of that, getting any any support on that, especially my one-on-one space, feel free to go to Queen Law of Abundance and apply to work with me one-on-one. Or if you are wanting to join masterminds or groups that I have, same thing, queenlawofabundance.com, Queen Law. It's also located in the description box below. Feel free to hop into that, look at my website, check out what is resonant for you, apply to things that you're ready for. So if you're ready to go ahead and make six figures a reality in the next year, definitely apply um, to my one-on-one or group. If you just want some more resources, right? I got literally power activation meditations for those of y'all that need to literally beef up your energy, right? And motivate yourself to really see how powerful you are. I got meditations available for you. I have just a lot of resources available to help you activate the six figures. So go ahead, check out my website. Your girl was like, we gonna make magic over here, okay? And I just can't wait to hear from you. If you wanna talk to me directly, shoot me a DM on Instagram or on Facebook. My links for all of those are down below. I am a human who's gonna wake your ass up, a human and a divine being. So I am not far away. If you love this episode and you wanna share some love about it, feel free to say that. Um, And then of course, if you love my podcast and you think it's popping and you want other queens to get that level up too, like this is a community, everybody can win, feel free to leave a five-star review on iTunes. Yes, let's, let's get some other people to this party. So, and obviously share it, share it with the people that you know, you feel like are gonna resonate, they're gonna vibe, you know, shoot them an email, be like, yo, shoot them a text, be like, yo, you gotta listen to this episode. We, we playing around, okay? So whatever you gotta do, share this with people. I want more people to hear this message. I want more people to up level. I think we all, like there is literally room for every fucking person to make six figures that I know, right? And that I am talking to. All of y'all can make it. I do believe that. But it's time for you to put in the work and upgrade to that level and believe that you fucking can do it. Because when you believe, you achieve. Okay? So, like I always love to say, I support you in everything you do. So go out there and crush it. Until next time, bye. Mm-hmm.